of the conversation being recorded well i didn't just have it like open in the background waiting well maybe you should well for 15 minutes all the time you're all the time you're swearing at your teammates for sucking we can get that on the pod (laughs) just as an easter egg it's just somicron raging out in destiny 2 against his teammates (laughs) i'd listen to that uh, here's the thing i don't really when i'm by myself i don't speak much while i play games ah okay so you don't uh, you don't yell at your teammates then or your or your opponents all that much. No, I, that's cool. I'm I'm also usually not the guy uh, winning for the team. <laughs> yeah, let's, my teammates might be yelling at my performance. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't know. Not being the best player on the team doesn't preclude you from yelling at everybody else for sucking. <laughs> you can definitely be middle of the road and still or even the worst player and yell at everybody else for not being good like i don't know there's always excuses for you not to be on the top of the leaderboard right but uh, i i I don't know Uh, starcraft has ingrained to me that if you're not winning you're the problem right (laughs) right right right. and that's why i like starcraft so much is if you lose it's not because your team was bad Mm -hmm. you're playing teams i guess but (laughs) 1v1 yeah 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 Yep. Anyway, good stuff. Um, I'm glad you could get your first-person shooter uh, itch scratched. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always nice to have a game around for those moments. Anyway, speaking of video games, mm-hmm. so I'll log into the Epic Game Store every once in a while to see what the free game is and then grab it because whatever. Right. Because one day my kids will be like, I want a game. And I'll be like, all right, well, here is a giant library of stuff I've never played. Enjoy. <laughs> um... And so I got it. It was, I don't even know what it's called. Blah, blah, blah. It Un- feels like an indie game I've ever heard of it. Untitled know, Goose maybe. Game? No. No, they're not giving that away. That's it, not the free game at all. Well, it's a free game, I think. So, Untitled Goose Game is free? Yeah. What? Pretty Where? sure. On the Epic Store? To the Epic Store. <laughs> There's an update. Anyway, I'll tell my story really quick. So everything was cool. And then... The next day, I get a push notification on my PC, which, first of all, boo. Yeah. Yep. And number two, it's saying, hey, you should get this free game. And I'm like, screw you, Epic Games. I already got it. <laughs> you know it's in my library. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's all. Mm-hmm. Thumbs down, Epic. I do, not, not, I do not, not like this stuff. Game. And it's not even, not even just them that does it. Oh, it's not on... Okay, hang on. I just got the push notification uh, for a minute. Now available for free. That's it. That's the one. Yep. Okay. I only get them while um, uh, the Epic Games Store is open, so it really doesn't make any sense um, because I already have the store open. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So it's on the Epic Games Store for 20 bucks. I could have sworn I was looking at it the other day for free. Maybe I'm too late. Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know why it would be free at the first, and then they start charging people for it. Maybe it <laughs> seems confusing. Well, like maybe they didn't think anyone would be interested in them when it got really popular. Like, wait, we can make money off this. Quick, jack up wait. the price. Nineteen dollars. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. 
I doubt it. I mean, I just Reddit was pretty excited about it when it was in development. I remember seeing a few posts about it that got pretty popular over the last few months. I've literally never seen it before it came out. <laughs> before it came out, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there was some there was some good response to it. I think it was adequately predicted as being pretty good. Joe. Sure. Anyway, twenty bucks, mm, both for Windows and Mac, which is exciting. It usually doesn't happen. Okay. Not all. Yep. Do you have a Mac to play it on? Uh, I've got a Mac Mini that I've had for like eight years now. I don't think I've turned it on in a long time. Mm. I don't think this would run on that, to be honest. It's pretty old. Fair enough. Sounds like yeah. you have garbage sitting in your house. Sure does. Yeah. Well, again, as the name implies, it is Mini. And therefore, just kind of sits on my desk behind my monitors. Let's see. Is it still back there? Yep. It's still back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's gathering dust. Uh, let's see. John Hex. Or there's a John Wick game on the... John Wick Hex or whatever on Epic Game Store. Also available for Mac. I'm wondering just how many of these games are also available for Mac now. Right. Yeah. But I can't filter by Mac. I'm sure it would if I had it. But I can tell you the new Ghost Recon, which is a crap game apparently... Uh, not available. Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, not available. Uh, what the Golf kicks me out of dark mode, so that's fun, but it's available for uh, Mac. Don't know why it does that. That is horrific. Like you went to the... Wait, I what? went to the store page for What the Golf on Epic Games, and it yeah. kicked, kicked me out of dark mode. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And now yeah. that I'm looking at the settings for the Epic Store, I'm not sure it has like a dedicated dark mode. It just is dark mode. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I wonder what happens when you go there because the entire thing turned white for me. That's a good question. Let me relaunch the Epic Game Store because I was done. Yeah. That's all right. Da, 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 da. Epic Games Launcher. Today. All right. Store... <laughs> Golf? Yeah, what the golf? I think it's called. What the golf? Uh, whoa, it did. What <laughs> no. the crap? Yep. That's some stupid coding. <laughs> so then if you go to like maybe it's slime a slime rancher, it goes back to dark. Hmm. Maybe it's a feature. I guess. They're like, we want people who are looking for our game to be blinded and hate us. <laughs> I mean, it, it sticks with the what the tradition of the game. It does. Yeah, yeah maybe that's the theme. Maybe that's the theme. All right. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. I just went to the uh, Slime Rancher store page, and it is endlessly loading. Oh, That's interesting. pretty cool. Good job, <laughs> Epic's Games Launcher. You're the best. <laughs> uh, I think I have uh, Slime Rancher on Steam. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Slime Rancher, Rancher was free on Epic like six months ago. I just grabbed it. <clears throat> Fair enough. Sounds like something I would do. Last played March 8th, 2017. Um, total yep. playtime, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few games like that. I have 980. One or two. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have 980 games? No, that's that's not true. I have, oh, okay. I have 1,207. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> underestimating. On purpose, probably. Uh, no, not on purpose. I just took a guess before the number loaded. So. Ah, you weren't trying to under undersell it. 
Yeah. Uh, I have 144 games. Solid. So my library is substantially smaller. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Terraria I is running. No, it's not. Terraria is running. Terraria. Is whatever. No, whatever, I'm, Ozzy. I'm, just, Terraria. I'm not. I'm not correcting you. I'm trying to like. Is that the game you mean? Yeah. Okay. Terraria. Because <laughs> Terra is a thing. It's not Terra. Right, is but it it's Terra. But it's a terra- terrarium. Terra means Earth. Terraria. Terraria. It's not Terra. Terraria. <laughs> I can't remember how I said it now. Terraria. <laughs> terraria. 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 So, potato. Potato. When you're referring to Earth, it's Terra. Yeah. It's not Terra. Terra. Is it for you? Terra. Hmm. Terra. All right. Fair enough. Terra. Yeah. So Terra. Terraria. Terraria. <laughs> well, this is driving us crazy. We're going to move on. <clears throat> All right. So anyway, Slime Rancher never loaded. Uh, I'm going to close the Epic Game Store. Goodbye. Goodbye, Epic Game Store. So, yeah, so today's episode, I wanted to do a couple things. Number one, talk about the Terminator movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number two, we'll look at GSL. Yes. Which, hmm, that mm. would, interestingly. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, so here's the story about Terminator. Last week, I was talking with Somicron about some stuff and uh, talking about a list of movies that I have that I haven't watched that I need to watch because they're classics and whatever. And uh, I was going through the list and realized I'd done a pretty good job over the last couple of years going through the classics, like Alien and Aliens I watched. I watched The Departed, No Country for Old Men, uh, Silence of the Lambs, things like that. Just things I hadn't gotten around to, either because I was too young or just didn't watch it the first time around. Mm. Uh, so I was going through the list, and then I mentioned I hadn't seen either Terminator or Terminator 2, and that effectively flabbergasted Somicron. He was very upset. That I had not experienced these two films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I recommended that you watch them, and then lying in bed half asleep, I jumped up remembering that they feature time travel. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> Falcon's gonna hate this, and it's gonna be all my fault. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I mean, I knew enough about Terminator to understand time travel was a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really didn't have a problem with it. Um, and, yeah. I mean, in this case, it was fine. I feel like the story was tight enough that it wasn't sprawly and it wasn't really too reliant on paradoxes. Obviously, mm. there are paradoxes. But the future movies don't go into this. But uh, when... Um, God, what's his name? Reese? Like Reese's Cup? I think that's his name. In Terminator 1? I haven't seen Terminator 1 in a while. And I went to watch... Anyway. Um, them both yesterday and Terminator 1 not available on the Microsoft store or Netflix. <laughs> it's on YouTube with ads, at least here. With ads? Really? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yep. I don't, For free. I, I don't think that's available here. I did oh. look here and I think it is available for purchase here, but I just didn't want to buy it on YouTube because that's not where I... Yeah, it's available here. Yeah. To watch for $4. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's not great, but... It's a rental, I think, photo. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's Reese. So Kyle Reese, okay. uh, he's the guy that gets sent back to protect Sarah from the Terminator, right? Right. Yeah, so he says multiple timelines. 
He says, I don't know. I don't know if coming back here and changing it will change my timeline or just create a new one that's more peaceful and doesn't have six billion people die to a nuclear fallout. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was fine with that. I was like, yeah, so we're just sending people back in time to try to create a split multiverse where humanity thrives. And, like, it doesn't help us out, but I don't know. There's just kind of something nice about maybe having another timeline be more peaceful. I mean, it sounds nice, but then you remember if the other timeline then continues, and at one point they intersected, that the other timeline, which is now bad, well, still bad, uh, goes, hey, sending one person back didn't fix this place, right? We're just going to keep sending back more, and they'll fuck up all the other timelines. to create more and potentially ruin them, because that's how time travel can work. Right, and that's the problem. The future movies got into constantly sending people back in time to try to change stuff. Yes. But where Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 are just basically there's two attempts by the machines to go back and stop John Connor from becoming the leader of the Resistance. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. two attempts of humanity to stop Cyberdyne from actually becoming the problem that it is. Yep. And eventually humanity wins, and I don't know. And they never really say. They don't say we fixed the future, they just... They did their best, and that's the end of the movie, you know? Mm. Yep. So I was all right with it. As far as as time travel goes, it wasn't that bad. Mm. I did notice that you tweeted uh, that you're watching Terminator for the first time, and it's kind of in the future is 2029, and we have less than 10 years before it happens. That's not what that image means. I know. Somebody responded pretty quick and said, actually... Uh, all the nukes happened in 1997, mm. so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just... That's so great. I mean, there's all these movies, especially in the 70s and 80s, that were like, well, we're going to nuke each other sooner rather than later, and they put these, like, far-off dates in the future. And James Cameron is like, 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1984 right now. I think within... How many years? Uh, 13 years. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. That was great. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're correct. You're right about that. But okay. I don't know. I just felt like it was a nice tight story. There wasn't a lot of sprawling stuff happening. There are no like B plots that are dumb. Uh, the characters were all fine. I think the character progression of Sarah Connor goes pretty good. I mean, she starts out as this waitress who doesn't really have a backbone. And then because she needs to and because she's told this is who she's going to be, she kind of like magic feathers herself into being someone who's tougher. Mm. Uh, which I appreciated. Also, I just think the casting of Arnold Schwarzenegger as an emotionless, soulless, no feelings robot is some of the most inspired casting of all time. <laughs> because you don't need him to do anything or act at all, and he's just this big, intimidating, muscular presence, and it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It turns out bodybuilders aren't necessarily the best actors. No. But when but. you make them. Just tell them to like stand still and look ripped. He can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Have him fire guns and ride motorcycles. He can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. Um, what I actually specifically wanted to talk about a little bit here was in Terminator 2, James Cameron goes through a lot of steps and takes a lot of effort to make you think that the Terminator this time around is still Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. True fact. I mean... Even down to like every time we see, uh, we see through the eyes of Arnold, it's the Terminator vision. Mm-hmm. But they never give us the sight through the T one thousand until after the reveal happens. Right. 
and like they never show the T one thousand like just turn himself into the cop, including his clothes. So we just assume he took the clothes, mm-hmm. like Kyle Reese did in Terminator One. Right. So there's all this stuff that he does to make it so that the reveal in the hallway is awesome. When Terminator pull, you know, when Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls out a shotgun, and you, you know, John Connor thinks he's going to murder him. And they get down. Yeah, and then get down is the message. And you're like, whoa, that's cool. I mean, it didn't work for me because I knew. Like, I knew what was going on in Terminator 2 before I saw it. Do you know who else knew? Everyone? Literally everyone who went to go and see that movie. See, and that's what I'm wondering. Did the trailer spoil the crap out of it? Yes. Are you sure? Because I did send you a couple links. I mm-hmm. sent you a link to a trailer that spoils the ever-loving crap out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Everything, like mm-hmm. so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I showed you a teaser that doesn't spoil anything, right? Which was really cool, actually. If I remember correctly, because I've heard this conversation on another podcast that when they were talking okay. about uh, movies that were spoiled by the trailers, like epic reveals, right? Like yeah. Arnold's good or the double-ended lightsaber from the Phantom Menace. It was yeah. spoiled in the trailer. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so dumb. Yep. James Cameron worked so hard to make you think that Arnold was the bad guy again. There was no reason to think that he wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so annoying. That bothers me a lot that they would do that. Hmm. Like, they don't think people would have come if you had just been like, hey, there's another Terminator movie, Arnold's back, the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't think they would have sold a bajillion copies? I or mean, tickets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they would have, but apparently, nope, he's got to be back for good. According to the trail. Yeah. Is that what it says? I don't remember that. Yeah, there's a line in the trailer that's like, this time he's back for good. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he's here to stay and he's a good guy. I get the double wordplay. <laughs> Me, an intellectual. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Somicron. And intellectual. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, so hmm, I'm I'm bothered from the future about that because I seriously think it's a pretty fantastic twist, and it would have been just jaw dropping mm-hmm. for audiences to be in the theater and just hear "Get Down" and be like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. Just has exploding all over the place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. the teaser trailer, which we'll link to in the show notes here, is just great because it really just shows a Terminator being built. Mm-hmm. And then Arnold like steps off the assembly line, and again, you don't know, you don't know if he what his intentions are or anything. Mm-hmm. You you pretty much have to assume that they're not good because he's a Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got red eyes, and if you have red eyes, you're bad. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So that was great, and I mean, somebody made a comment in the video of that, or uh, on the video of that teaser trailer that. Man, one Terminator in Terminator 1 gave Sarah Connor so much trouble, and it was so hard to kill it. And here are the, you know, future Cyberdyne Incorporated rolling things off the assembly line one every 10 seconds, right? Mm. Yeah, if they had the ability to send, like, two back, John Connor would have died a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, there's, like, a number of things that, I, I mean, just from, like, a time travel perspective, where... Sarah Connor just gets lucky, right? It's oh, like, absolutely. It, yeah. She's lucky they can only send one thing back at a time. She's lucky the Rebellion also has access to time travel. Okay. Yep. Uh, she's lucky that her name, for whatever reason, is third in the phone book and not first. 
Yep. Uh, she's lucky that the like uh, her coworkers told her about the murders on the news. Otherwise, she would have been oblivious to it. Like, she had yeah. Well, I don't know that. It, did that help that she knew? Um, like the idea that someone's coming around to kill all the Sarah Connors. Yeah, I think that might have tipped her off a little bit. It did, and she went to the police station, but like that did not help. <laughs> like seventeen <laughs> cops died. Well, 17 cops right. died, but she didn't. If she was just at home, she would have died. She'd just lay well, down no, and go to bed. she didn't die because Kyle was around. I think the fact that the Resistance is able to send somebody back is the deal. I mean, sure. Again, <laughs> I've watched this movie recently. I remember specific details, but you're right. There's a hundred times. Like, specifically when she is in the club, remember? she's She calls the cops, and the cops are like, all right, stay where you are in a public place. Nobody's going to try to kill you in public because... We don't understand what Terminators are. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting at this table, and as Arnold starts walking by, she, like, drops something and ducks her head <laughs> down behind the table as he looks over in her direction and doesn't see her. And then as he passes by, she pops up again. Yeah. It is the most <laughs> fortuitous timing of all time. I love it. Mm. The thing, so there's a bunch of that. Yeah, I, I was just reminded of this. Because uh, I've been watching the second one, and they use that like enhance filter where everything's pixelated, and then it slowly deblurs for the Terminator's vision. That even back then they were like, "Oh, these future machines are going to be able to do so much," but they didn't have eyes that worked like the cameras they were using to shoot the f- film, right? right? Like full color, reason. full color, yeah. or you know, <laughs> it's just very strange, like. Yeah, they're basically like, we've created robots that have a level of sentience, but their eyes are basically 1970s camcorders. Yeah. Worse than that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. At that point, they realized that pattern recognition was really hard for computers. And maybe they were like, that's one thing maybe that is still really hard to solve in the future. We can give them sentience, but pattern recognition and seeing things like people do is really hard. I mean, I don't would know. I would call that a part of sentience, right? The ability to do pattern pattern recognition? Well, hmm. to, to, to a degree. I mean, you can argue that Skynet is sentient, but the Terminator's on, right? Like, he's very yes. limited hardware. And I think it's the pattern recognition that Skynet does that makes it sentient so powerful. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're connected in some way. I just can't explain it. Okay. No, you're right. I mean, when I... Say the Terminators have sentience. It's not really true. They are pretty single-minded in their goal. Mm. Um, I mean, even they say the T-1000 is really just working off probabilities, trying to figure out where Sarah Connor is and where John is. Mm-hmm. It's not like they can tap into phone lines or networks. It's basically I can mimic other people's voices and look like anyone. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, it's really just legwork and asking people if they have seen somebody on the street and going places where they think it's probable your target might be Mm -hmm. so yeah it's pretty limited yeah yeah still super great i said in my tweet that it really is incredible how much more money james cameron had in 1991 with terminator 2 and how far special effects had come yeah because terminator 1 while a fantastic movie you can definitely tell Number one, special effects weren't super great in 84. And number two, he just did not have a lot of money to work with. Mm. Uh, yeah. There's a, it's, I mean, there's a couple scenes in particular, I remember. The one where I think he gets shot in the face, Arnold does, and he basically has to like take out his 
fake eye covering that looks human and just left with a red light. Mm-hmm. Right? The robotic eye is back in there. And right. They, I mean, they show a full shot of Arnold's head, but it is clearly a plastic model of Arnold's head. <laughs> yeah. That they're working with here. I mean, they're kind of trying, but they don't have a ton of money to make it look that good. It's kind of jarring. Right. They had a budget of $6.4 million. Oh my gosh, that movie was made on $6 million. That's so amazing. Yeah. And then what about Terminator 2? Oh, yeah. God, do not want to go and see Terminator Dark Fate. Stop showing me ads for it. Yeah, leave us alone. That movie looks terrible. And it's got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in it, so that's cool. Um, He's been in some bad Terminators. He was in Genesis. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) don't get me wrong. Why does Searching for Terminator on IMDb list all of them in, like, order except for Terminator 2? And you have to click expand more for that one. I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah, it had a budget of $102 million. Yeah. So he has, like, 50 times more money. It's insane. <laughs> it's a lot more money, yeah. So much more money to work with. I mean, in one, it kind of feels like a student film in places. Because effectively, I mean, it was almost. Like when Terminator and Kyle do their little time warp into 1984. And there's all the lightning and stuff. You never actually see them appear. It's just like there's CGI lightning all over the place. And then it pans over and there they are crushed on the ground naked, right? There's Mm -hmm. no... They don't even try. They don't have the money for that. Yeah. Well, like and then in an... two, they've got like the sphere, the bubble sphere, and mm-hmm. and that's it like... leaves this like melted indentation on the ground. Yeah, it's cutting through yeah. the truck and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Cameron was like, I can do so much stuff now. Yeah. When you have nearly sixteen times the budget, you can do more things. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Arnold looks smaller in Terminator Two. You reckon? I think so. Like in the scenes where he first shows up in one and two, in one he looks enormous. And in two, he's not quite as enormous. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I haven't seen them back to back, so. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some comparison later. But anyway, one and two are great. I'm glad I watched them. Even with the time travel. Um Oh, the other thing I was going to say in Terminator 1 where the CGI looks wonky is the first time the Terminator, like, all of his skin is melted off and it's just left with a metal skeleton. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple times where it's, like, chasing after them and it looks real bad. <laughs> Scenes are just like, you are stop-motioning the crap out of this thing right now and trying to make it seem like it's coming down a hallway, but it's not really working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of the tracking's not great either. Uh, right. Yeah. But still tons of fun. Like, I'm sure it blew audiences' minds in 1984. Probably did, yeah. 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 Nice job, James Cameron. Hmm. Which is why stuff like Avatar is so disappointing. Because, like, he's capable of telling decent original story. But then Avatar is just like, we're doing Fern Gully and Pocahontas and putting it in space. It's like, dude. Your visuals are incredible, but, like, you can do better than that with Story Man. <laughs> Kenny? Hmm. I don't know. I think Terminator's fine. You don't have to have the stupid complex, you know, 47-character A-plot, B-plot, C-plot stuff. Mm-hmm. Just tell a Terminator story. It's not that hard. Keep it simple. Did he write it? Like, who wrote Terminator? 
Oh, good question. I just assumed he did. Uh, writers James Cameron and Gail Ann Hurd. And one more credit, it says. It's yeah, weird. I was going to say, it's so oh, early in James dialogue. Cameron's career. William Fisher. Yeah. yeah, I mean, his first major film was Terminator. So, right. like, usually the first major film of famous directors, they wrote it. It's their baby, right? Right. Because you can't really hire another great writer to do it for you because you're unknown. Mm. But, yeah, if you can make it work, then eventually you can start hiring hiring bigger and better writers if you want. But, again, Avatar is his, too. Right, right. Yeah. Terminator 2 broke box office records, earning over $200 million in the U.S. and Canada, and over another $300 million in other territories. It was the highest grossing film of 91. Sounds right. Not too bad, James Cameron. Good sequel. Yeah, and I mean, just the action and the stunts are fantastic. The scene where the T-1000 is chasing him in the helicopter and, like, flying under overpasses and stuff, that's dead impressive for 91 especially. Hmm. Yep, for sure. Yep. And then so many scenes, both in 1 and 2, where Terminators are trying to kill one of the Connors by, like, crushing them with a truck. They really <laughs> like driving trucks to kill their <laughs> targets. I don't know what it is. Maybe they have, like, a brand promotional deal with whoever makes the trucks. And it's like, look, you sponsor <laughs> us to go back in time and we'll kill a Connor with your truck. <laughs> we'll find the tow truck that is specific to your brand. We'll use it to try to kill John Connor on a little motorcycle. <laughs> Sign here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one more. What was I going to say? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So in Terminator 2, the T-1000 decides to grab a truck off the freeway to chase them and happens to grab a liquid nitrogen truck, which ends <laughs> up being a problem because it ends up crashing and causing liquid nitrogen to go everywhere, and then it freezes him and he explodes. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't stop him all the way, spoiler alert, but that's a pretty big setback, I think, if you're a T-1000. Uh, yeah. So I'm just saying, maybe, like, don't go for the liquid nitrogen truck. Maybe find something that's carrying hay or, or you know. Or, I don't know, maybe just taking that metal blade arm of yours that cuts through anything and just disconnecting the trailer first. And then just oh yeah, uh, driving off with the engine part that you need. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. That sounds yeah. pretty smart, too. You can probably go faster, too. Yeah, if you're not hauling 30,000 tons of... Uh, Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. 100%. Yeah. See, that's why we'd be we'd be a better T-1000s. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I've been told basically anything past Terminator 2 is really not worth my time, so I don't think I'm going to go for it. I did watch a uh, kind of a synopsis of Genesis, and I was like, I don't... Man, these people are trying their best to explain what happened in this movie, and I still don't have any idea what happened <laughs> at all. Yeah. So that's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, not great. No. And I guess this is a little bit timely because there's a new Terminator movie announced, Dark Fate, which um, the reaction has not been good. Not been brilliant. No. No. Um, oh, and one of the things, too. In the discussion about Genesis that I watched, the people were like, it felt like the writers just put certain things into the movie and without any understanding of why the fans of the Terminator franchise liked those first two movies. Mm. Like they're having Arnold say, I'll be back, but like in stupid context. And it's just, 
none of it makes any sense at all. Mm. They just don't understand. They don't understand what the fans loved about the first two films, and they're trying to recreate it without that understanding, and it's just impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dark Fate kind of feels the same way. And I feel like they've uh, like they consistently retconning things past the first two as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for instance, Terminator Three, Sarah Connor died in leukemia in 1997. Like she doesn't live long enough to see Judgment Day. She doesn't live to see it. Hmm. No. Maybe. But then it's like, oh, the new one. It's like, oh, now she's old. Oh, cool. Right, because she's in the, like the Dark Fate trailer. She's in the Dark Fate trailer as like this <laughs> old battle hardened lady that's like running around with a rocket launcher. <laughs> so, I mean, cool. Sounds great. Yeah, sure. It's um, <laughs> it's not a Linda Ham- Linda Hamilton, is it? They didn't bring her back. Um, Hang on, I'm looking this up. Yes, her. it Linda. is her. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, you go get it, Linda Hamilton. There's also apparently an alternative ending on the Ultimate Edition DVD and the Skynet Edition Blu-rays of Terminator 2: Judgment Day, where it shows her 30 years after the events of the film, and she's like just an elderly grandmother in a peaceful world where Skynet never happened and John Connor becomes a senator instead. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Boy, with his juvenile record, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could totally buy him being the leader of an armed resistance against robots. I can't see him as being a senator. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe yeah, they hacked so the I, system. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it would make sense. But I mean, yeah, it really felt like T1 and T2 are just, it's a two-part story. We're done. That's it. Like There was no reason to keep doing it except for the fact that Terminator 2 made more money than any other film in 91. Right. Which guarantees some kind of another movie is going to come after it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Is good. I want to know what they paid Arnold for the first Terminator movie. So I um, bet it was like a hundred dollars. You know, probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's disclosed. Right. Um, I don't know if they made that public. No. I'm gonna Google it though, real quick. What did Arnold make for Terminator One? Probably covered his gym memberships, though. Um, probably. Terminator makes Arnold a star and changes action cinema forever. True fact. Looking through this article, looking for a dollar sign. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Cameron famously sold the Terminator script to producer Gail Ann Hurd for $1 with the agreement that he get to direct the movie, which turned out to be a pretty good move. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, so everybody was expecting it to just be another B-movie. And then it turned into this huge thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll find it one day. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll tweet it on Milton we'll find out yeah we'll yeah. follow up follow us on Twitter <laughs> uh, I guess the last thing I did want to say is so the famous Arnold line I'll be back 
Mm-hmm. I never actually knew the context of that, and that's because it's dumb context. That's because <laughs> he goes to the police station is like, can I see Sarah Connor? I'm her friend. And the cop's like, nah, she's not taking visitors right now. Instead of being like, this is suspicious as hell. And then Arnold just goes, I'll be back and walks out. <laughs> it's not even like particularly threatening or anything. And sure, he drives a car into the police station two seconds later. But it wasn't like a... You better worry that I'll... You know what I mean? I always assumed it was like, uh, I'm going to come back and kick your ass. But right. it's not the intent at all. He's just like, I'll come back later then, thanks. No, but that... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not like just, oh, I better be p- p- polite so people don't like see through my Terminator disguise. Do, 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 do. <laughs> he was like, it's so nonchalant that makes yeah. it threatening. It's just like, well, I'll be back. And it's like, now you hear that and you go, oh, oh, right. <laughs> It's because it's nonchalant that it works as a threat now. Entirely what that is. I just, especially with his delivery, it just felt so threatening. I don't know, man. I didn't see it as nonchalant. No, you, didn't you just say that? Like, it was like a nothing, like, a nothing comment. The context. I'll play back the tape. I'm pretty sure you just said something along those lines. But it's not the intent at all. He's just like, I'll come back later then, thanks. I just hadn't known the context, and that's because it's not great context. <laughs> all right. All right. That's it. If you haven't seen Terminator movies, you should probably go watch them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. On to GSL. All right. On to GSL. Excellent. All right. So, if you remember from the last podcast, which I hope you're listening to all of these, by the way. Um, this is your first. Welcome. I know, right? Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Go back and listen to all 80 that we have already. 111. 111 we have already. <laughs> I wasn't too far off. Only 31 off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Africa TV GSL Super Tournament number two. Mm-hmm. We each chose one player from the round of 16. Whichever player went further... The person who picked him won. Right. Okay. So I ended up taking Rogue because he just won GSL uh, Season 3 for 2019. Mm-hmm. Looking pretty good doing it. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Shamacron took TY. Mm-hmm. A Terran, of all things, in a time when Terran is considered woefully underpowered. Um, no, I've never heard the, like, I'm sure there's some Terrans out there who are like, we're underpowered. I'm not denying that. But I, okay. most of, like, the balance complaining that I see, personally, is that Zerg and Protoss is overpowered, not that Terran is underpowered. Uh, and that we just have bad players, <laughs> essentially. Ah, okay. That's different, then. <laughs> right, yeah. Anyway, like, the point is, choosing a Terran in a super tournament didn't seem like a great idea. No, no. Not particularly. Okay. All right. So, end of the day, um, I checked the results one morning, and I was like, huh. Stats 3-1 Rogue. <laughs> what the crap, dude? In a, what is apparently a very quick series as well. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah. If Zerg late game is hard to deal with, then your uh, best bet is to kill him fast. The the VOD is uh, an hour and three minutes. So it's four games in an over hour? an hour. hour uh, right? So it's 15-minute games, right? That actually seems reasonable. Okay. Um, But that does, that does also include... uh. 
you know, Artosis talking, well, Tastosis talking, and about the players, and the interviews, probably. So, it's made me a little shorter. Fair point, fair point. Yep. And it could be, like, one 30-minute game, and, like, a lot of little, uh, you know, five-minute rushes, where he gets, like, ling-flooded. Oh, not... Yeah, ling-flooded, because it's stats and it's rogue, right? For some reason, I was thinking yes. there was a turret in there, I'm like... I was about to say, maybe maybe the game that Rogue took was a proxy racks, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Where did that come from? Yeah. All right, so spoiler alerts here. I'm just going to go through real quick and see the end of each game. Go for it. Uh, game one, stats went full has, man. At the end of this, we have cannons, we have gateways in Rogue's natural and in his main. <laughs> and Rogue is trying to fight back with roaches and ravagers, which seems like the right tech to have, but then more shield batteries keep coming up. And who taps out? Come on, somebody tap out. Let's go. Oh, there's like three Ravagers against eight Stalkers. That's not going to go very well for <laughs> the Zerg. And there it is. So Stats wins by going has on Rogue. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. not late game Zerg at all. No. No. And yeah. game two is a long one. Oh, my gosh. It's a long one. Well, all right. 15 minutes. And for some reason, Rogue goes uh, Swarm Host? Okay. He's got Swarm Host, Roach Hydra versus Mothership Immortal Stalker? Hmm. Feels a little underwhelming. <laughs> Certainly strange, I think. Yeah. He went Swarm Host, but not Nidus? I assume there was a Nidus there somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go Swarm Host without <laughs> going Nidus. Nidus. I figured that was just assumed. Uh, it's implied, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I feel like Swarm Host should be moved off the infestation pit and onto the Nidus one. Right, like you can only like make... once you make a Nidus, then you can make Swarm Host. <laughs> 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 Might as well. Again, there's no reason to make them if you're not making a Nidus too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no Infestors, no Vipers. It's just Lurker, Hydra, Roach, some Swarm Host-ish. Hmm. Okay. And then... Come on, who wins this one? Let's go. I can already tell you who wins this one. Go ahead. Rogue. Okay, so Rogue wins this one with a weird tech. Yes. No Infestors, no Broodlords, no... Interesting. So Lurkers get it done. Go figure. Hmm. Then game three... On Ephemeron. On Ephemeron. Mm. What's the tech of choice? Also a decently longer game. It's not bad. Another 15 minute. Again, Mothership, Carrier, Archon, Immortal. Mm -hmm. Again, Swarm Host. What the crap, dude? Why? Mm. Don't know. But given that Acropolis was Rogue's only win, I, we can safely say stats wins this game and the next yes, one. Yes, we definitely right. can. But again, it's more Swarm Host out of Rogue because he's trying to kill me. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he figured it, like, it worked the first time. It'll work again. I guess. Maybe. Or maybe that's just what he does versus Protoss at the moment. <laughs> maybe. And then in game four here, about 15 minutes in. Again, these are about 15-minute games except for the uh, Haz-style game one. Hmm. So they're decently long, and he's got some Broodlords and Roaches and Ravagers, but I don't see any Infestors here at all. What the crap, dude? Did you make an Infestor in this entire series? And if not, why not? <laughs> yeah, he's just... It's one of those mysteries. 
I guess. All right. So anyway, end of the story. Stats wins that thing because Rogue refused to make investors. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just turns out I backed the wrong Zerg player because Dark was staring at me right there, and he ended up winning the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. In he did. Only losing two maps in the entire yeah. thing, his entire run, which is impressive, but slightly not impressive at the same time, given the sheer number of sweeps in this tournament. Or at least near sweeps as well, mm. right? Like the yeah, entire three bottom three ones. Yeah, like the the entire bottom bracket of the round in sixteen is three O's. Yeah. All right. That that's like everyone was just like on speedrunner mode, I guess. Have you seen the WCS fall bracket? Um, maybe not. <laughs> not well, let me link it to you. As somebody who's been trying to find some series to cast. <laughs> On the channel from WCS Fall 2019, it is abysmal. The round of 16 was 3-0-3-1-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-2. Quarterfinals was 3-1-3-0-3-0-3-0. Semifinals was 3-1-3-0. And the finals was 4-1. It is so much stomping. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of stomping. <laughs> that's a lot of 3-0 series, man. And three ones. The only competitive series in here is Serral or um, Hero Marine and Showtime in the round of 16. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, special won one game against Rainer, so that's cool. But, you like, other than sort of. that, it's the only series that went five. How insane is that? Uh, well, there's a couple of series, like, in the round of 24, right? You have couple. Has and But Always, a player I've two. never heard of. Right. Well, yeah, a couple, too. <laughs> and then you Thermal and Sort of. Huh. Yeah, that's it. Huh. And a bunch of three ones and three O's. I mean, it's, yeah, it sucks. I'm not <laughs> enjoying it very much. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, it's just been this like, all of a sudden the series are not super competitive overall. It feels like both in GSL and WCS. I'm not sure what it is. Hmm. And it's not like one race is doing all the three O's either. It's a pretty good spread here. Like the semifinals for WCS fall was a Terran, a Zerg, a Protoss, and a Zerg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the finals for GSL were two Zergs, a Terran, and a Protoss. So same thing. It's not like it's four Zergs or four Protoss or anything. It's everybody who wins just wins. I don't see any real racial racial disparities here. Right. Other than Zerg is overrepresented, but somebody has to be, right? Mm. True fact. Yeah, so. four slots, three races. Anyway, uh, the point is that then Somicron took TY, who managed a 3-0 Ragnarok, 3-1 Parting, 3-1 Hero... And then got swept by Dark in the finals. But yes. it was enough for Somicron to win. It certainly was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I've, I've always had faith in TY. I told him everything <laughs> I know her. Um, <laughs> and everything he knows, um, as the phrase actually goes. Yeah, he's always, so. he's always been your guy. Yeah. Hmm? Always talked about him on the pod. Always. I've, he's, <laughs> I've literally never doubted him. Um, not once. Nope. Not once. I've always mm-hmm. taken him when available. And True. Yep. Yes, yes. And I'd just like to say, T-Y, T-Y. Thank you, T-Y. <laughs> <laughs> Came through for you this time. Someone finally had to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I mean, we've kind of established Maru sucks even if Summercron doesn't pick him, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's... I, I, the curse is not mine, it's Maru's. <laughs> yeah, something happened. Something mental at this point. It's gotta be. I mean, here's the thing, though. I still picked Ty, and he still like went 
0-4. Right, like, that's yeah. not exactly favoring the position that I am not cursed. He still didn't win, and he lost pretty handily in the finals, so... He did. Um, you know, more data for the spreadsheet, I suppose. For sure. We'll publish a paper in a few months here. Get it yeah. peer-reviewed. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I believe you owe me a, uh, a video. Oh, are there winnings? <laughs> yeah, well, I won, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> so how are we going right. to do this? How are you going to do this? <laughs> I mean, give me something to watch, and I'll... Okay, what I'll do is I'll pull it up on one monitor, and then I'll throw a face cam in the corner, mm -hmm. and then I'll record the whole thing. Okay, that makes sense. I don't want to do it on Twitch because I'm worried about terms of service. Oh, absolutely no. Do not do it live yeah. on Twitch, okay? Okay. Don't even put this on your YouTube channel. Send me the file and I'll put it on a YouTube channel. Okay, okay done. All right. Uh, I'll even cut out the boring bits if there are some so you don't have to worry about editing it. Okay. Uh, cool. So, somehow I win and I'm, I'm doing more work. <laughs> I mean, you're just a nice guy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, so, the global playoffs are next. Yes, big mm. stuff. And while there have been groups announced, uh, and all the points are finalized, there are some players in the bracket, well, in the groups that aren't like listed. Like Group A is Dark Showtime and the fifth WCS career point winner and special. Yes. And so the fifth in the career circuit is Rogue. So that should be Rogue, but they haven't updated the positions until they know that all these players have their documentation to travel confirmed. Right. They can get their visa to come to the U.S. Right. So while we could work this out by hand, I say we just wait because we also... There's no rush. Yeah. yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. So looking at... I mean, yeah, there's a few slots here that are <clears throat> technically unnamed, but... Yeah. So Rainer's in there with Hero Marine right now, which Hero Marine has given Rainer some battles recently. I mean, Rainer hasn't just stomped him. It's true. And you can now, if you like, you don't feel confident that Rainer will beat Hero Marine, you can make your picks here as being like, I think Hero Marine will get through, and I think Rainer won't, and you'll score yourself two points if you bet that way. <laughs> so. I'm not doing that. No. But. No. Uh, yeah, just ideas. Yep, yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate the ideas. Mm. Mm. So, am I watching the anime with the like weird water polo thing? Yep. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. That is what you're watching. I hey, I could have picked something way worse. Sure could have. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm literally giving you uh, what's like the sports analogy a softball, uh, like a really easy hitter. Yeah. Like, this one is low on the list of, like, terrible things that I could have yep. sent, which... Nope, totally, totally get that. Understand it and appreciate it. <laughs> which, uh, for BlizzCon, will not be so easy. I'm going to really crank that dial. <laughs> <laughs> well, I better win then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be real motivation to maybe actually do some <laughs> studying or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't... Here's the thing. You do more, like... Because you cost more, you know more about the players. You like, you theoretically have an advantage here. 
I don't cast a lot of Koreans, though. I can't get GSL replays. It'd be nice if I had them. Right, but you don't... Uh, I suppose. Hmm. I should just watch VODs more is what I should do. Maybe. It would help me. Hmm. Even just, like, put it on and listen to it in the background or something. I don't know. Yeah, might be good. Hmm. Besides, Taste Hostess is really funny. So even if you don't get any actual uh, practical information out of it, you'll have a good time. True. Yeah. True facts. True facts. Fact. <laughs> oh, man. So are you excited uh, for... This is completely off topic from StarCraft, but mm. uh, Daylight Savings is coming up. Mm, when is it? Uh, it always like messes up our schedule. It's like the 3rd of November. Or if you're in Australia, it was four days ago. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Does our Google Calendar adjust? It sure does. Perfect. Yeah. Do you need to change the time at all, or are you good? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I lose so much sleep every time this year, because it's like, if I'm normally asleep, well, if I'm normally tired by four, I'm now tired by five, which means I'm getting like five and a half hours sleep sometimes. Because I don't fall asleep till like sick. Yeah, no. And then being sick last week, uh, this is just like me ranting now at this point. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just frustrated that I was like, I'm tired because I was sick. And then I was tired again because of the changing of clocks for no reason. (sighs) Seems fair. I mean, sleep deprivation is no joke. Oh, so funny cat story. Oh, yeah. So there's a neighbor cat that comes into our backyard because we're not fenced on one side. And, uh, in the backyard? This... Uh-huh. Your backyard isn't fenced. One of the sides. The other two are. That's weird. I've it's never, weird. I've never I seen that I bought the house here. like that. I don't know. I don't know if like they couldn't get the other neighbors to like agree. So they're Can... just like, screw it. Have you asked the other neighbors to agree? No. I've thought about doing it the last couple months, but yeah. Gonna be like a couple thousand bucks. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be a couple thousand bucks. Just go to like, I don't know, where do you buy lumber? Just and stick, just get like a two by four and stick it on the ground and be like, here, and then chicken wire across the two, right? Gross. No, can't <laughs> do that. It's like nice vinyl fencing on the other two sides. I can't go like chain link on the other one. Build anyway, rope. <laughs> <laughs> that might be cheaper. I think I could swing that. But anyway, the point is, there's a neighbor cat that comes over and hangs out with our cat sometimes when she's out there. That's good. They need to socialize. Yeah, exactly. And they do socialize in, like, they chase each other around and bat at each other's noses and stuff, because that's what cats do. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so I get home today, and the door is open, and I'm not sure if the cat is inside or outside, and the kids are doing something else. And I ask them, and they're like, we don't know. I was like, ah, fine. So I go out and I kind of try to see if I can find uh, Cinnamon anywhere because she stays in our yard. She knows where she belongs mm-hmm. so far anyway. So far. So I check her usual hiding spots and I can't find her. So then I go back to the back porch and I kind of call her name a couple times because every once in a while she'll actually come. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there waiting and all of a sudden the other cat comes screaming from inside my house. Shoof, out the back door and like back to her house. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in here? <laughs> so that took me by surprise because <clears throat> the kids will just do that they'll let cinnamon outside and leave the door open a little bit so she can get back in which we've been doing when it's nice but i don't know what we're gonna do in the winter probably just make her scratch at the door mm-hmm. if she wants to go out but yeah other cat was just hanging out <laughs> inside of my house 
probably eating her food. Probably. Although the food is right by the door, and she wasn't mm. there, so. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what uh, the other cat was doing, but it was startled me. Something good. Have you considered us a like considered a GPS tracker for her? Um, no. Hmm. I mean, she's chipped, so if somebody finds her, they can take her to a shelter right. or something, and they'll right. But you can get back, but. you can get like a collar with just like a little GPS tag on it, and then you can just yeah. pull it up on your phone and be like, "Oh, okay, I know she's in the house or under the house, maybe." <laughs> yeah. No real, no real way to do altitude on a top-down view. <laughs> no, GPS. definitely no. not. Um, no, no, no. no. Hmm. I don't think about it. It's probably way overkill for what you need. Probably. It's also generally if you get something with like GPS tracking, it's like a subscription service or something. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> unless, unless you you don't happen to own your own satellite, do you? <laughs> I do not. Hmm. Wasn't able to get one back in the nineties when they were cheap. <clears throat> Maybe with SpaceX throwing more and more up there, eventually you'll be able to get them pretty easy once it gets commercialized a little bit more. Exactly. I think that's how that works. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. You think so? Yeah, sure. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Thanks for spending your time with us this week. Again, check out the merch store. We have some new stuff, some new fancy changing mugs and things. And there's a new URL, too. It's falconpaladin.store, which is easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And also, please consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You know, for as little as a dollar a month. really doesn't cost you anything. And until next time, as always, thanks for being here. And you take care of yourself. Say a dollar a month doesn't cost you anything. <laughs>